you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Don't forget immediately after this, go over to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com, listen to some good music, but more importantly, I got China Dial in for the rest of the Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem Show. If you like to donate, you can buy the Cash App, Dollar Sign, Motorcycle Madhouse, PayPal, all that. Don't forget to like and subscribe the video as well as power rock on, baby. But we got some sad news today, man. Sad news. Uh, a legend indeed in the Biker News deal. Uh, Biker News Network, they've been around since 1997. Uh, they were one of the first to really get into biker news, keeping the community updated on what's happening in the scene. And Thumper, man, he was one of the prominent ones on that site that made sure that Biker News Network kept on going. Uh, he passed away, and uh, this is by Chopper Guy. It was April 12th. Uh, it's with a heavy heart that I have let have to let the entire biker community know we have lost one of the most righteous motherfuckers i've ever known thumper kept his place running for 15 years he has been on here almost every day posting most of the news you read he has kept the lights on when no one else would from me and the entire biker news network and everyone who has ever graced its pages chris thumper you will be greatly missed uh, December 16th, 1959 to March 28th, 2021. That is a sad state of affairs right there. I remember, uh, you know, when I was in the club scene and all that good stuff, man, everybody would read, uh, BNN and it's been going since 1997, a long freaking time, man. They are great people over there, and it is uh, sad to see them go. I've had some conversations with them before. A real righteous guy, man. Real righteous. A lot of these guys uh, work hard to make sure that you have the news that's going on in the scene because i always talk about it man especially back in 1997 there was only easy riders and stuff the internet was really just coming to age back then and they were the first ones to come out and keep everybody freaking informed of what was going on here what was going on there it takes a lot of work to run one of these sites to keep everybody updated and i know the sites get a lot of freaking headaches and stuff because some people don't like the news that's being put on there some people feel like hey you know that's club business well you know i always say club business it's in the public sphere man you can't go after us because it's in the public sphere everybody knows about it already uh but uh it it's it puts everything in one place where you're able to read it instead of jumping here or jumping there, jumping there. It's there for you guys to read, to get in the know, and I, I, I'm flabbergasted. Uh, I really am. I can't believe it. Uh, he was a great person, and uh, he kept BNN going, like they said, for the last 15 years because it is hard, and sometimes... 
uh, you feel like, hey, man, you're the freaking lightning rod and stuff because people are pissed off at what you're putting out there. But they always believed in sourcing their material uh, where you can go straight directly to the new source if you wanted to. That way you could see it, uh, the integrity of the story. Uh, they were the godfathers of biker news, man. They really were. They were the godfathers of biker news. And, you know, our uh, sympathies, our condolences, everything goes out to uh, uh, BNN as well as the family of uh, Thumper and stuff. And he was a fisherman. That's kick-ass, man. That's kick-ass. But uh, sad state of affairs on his passing, man. Uh, if you guys can go over to BNN and uh, drop a kind word or something, that would be appreciated because... They work just as hard as we do here, man. They get you the news that you deserve. So with that, uh, also today we're going to be uh, talking about the case of the 69ers down in Florida. And I covered this one when it was happening. I was kind of freaking uh, out there, I guess. I wasn't coming uh, from a clear head on it, if you will. And if you notice what I've been doing, you know, because I came to the decision of, you know what, I got to come from the straight and narrow. I can't have no biases when I do this type of stuff. You know, just use it from what you're uh, learning from the cases. But... This thing down in Florida was pretty messed up with the 69ers. It really was. It reminded me of the Sons of Damn Anarchy, the way everything went down. Uh, they were caught on video committing this murder. Uh, just like it would have been Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Everybody's seen it. Everybody's seen the pictures, how they rolled up. But one thing uh, that never ceases to amaze me is the stupidity of some people. They did it on their own bikes. They had uh, stickers on the bikes. Everything Nowadays, it's really hard to pull off anything because all the technology. That includes the internet. That includes the cameras. Uh, these freaking feds man they think you have anything to do with anything boom they're in there seizing everything that you got computers the whole nine yards because even if you factory reset computers they can still get what they want they're not stupid and it always uh surprises me when you have people putting stuff on social media it's like they don't even have to do their job. <laughs> You're doing it for them. And it, you know, I guess I'd have to say if I was ever in a club, nobody would know it. Nobody would know anything that I'm doing because I guess I'm from the old school where you don't put nothing on the internet, you don't say what you're doing. Or any of that kind of crap. You know, more of my thinking I put into my book, Brotherhood and Betrayal. And you can, if you get the book, you can see where I'm coming from when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'd never tell anybody I'm in a club, especially on social media, man. It's shit. Hell no, man. There's too many busybodies out there that are trying to figure out 
who you are, what you're doing, and all that kind of crap. And the feds never stop, man. They never do. It's like, yeah, right, whatever. So uh, we're going to be talking about them. And you know what is funny? And I'll actually talk about this in a video I got coming up uh, tomorrow. Some of these people that were in the 69ers were ex-Iron Order members. And that kind of flabbergasted me. I know it's happening. I'm hearing it all the time. I know everybody's bashing on Iron Order like they're the punching bag. But at the same time, you got some major clubs pulling from Iron Order as well as flipping whole entire chapters of Iron Order. And that's something I'm like, what the hell is going on, man? Uh, the, the scene is having a lot of hard time getting people to join up with clubs. And I don't think that has anything to do with clubs as it does the way society is today. You got to remember, it's hard to get the younger kids away from the damn freaking uh, computers and the gaming shit. More or less get them into a damn club. So it, it just seems kind of weird that that happens and all the cheerleaders for their clubs are like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, do you know that you're wearing a support uh, shirt or something uh, for a chapter that used to be all Iron Order? It's like, man, you got to think about it right there, man. If they actually knew that, they'd be like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Uh, so, but, yeah, I heard that. Uh, I actually, I you know, I know because, you know, they pointed it out to me and stuff, who it was and all that kind of shit. It. But this case has to do with the 69ers down in Florida. They called their chapter the Killsboro, whatever, and they did a surprise hit on a really good outlaw, man, a really good guy. He was, he was a fucking awesome guy. But anyway, personal feelings aside, uh, they were caught on camera. They were going through all the trial and stuff, and guess what happened? They, you know what? I've never seen something like this before, where everybody was going against each other in the club and turning and all that kind of crap. I'm talking, they were running to the cops to freaking tell them everything after they got caught. It's a sad state of affairs because the 69ers have a pretty good rep up in the Northeast. So for this to happen and the way it happened in Florida is like, wow. And then when you think back and say, well, one of the guys was uh, Iron Order. And then everybody's like, oh, okay, now we get it. But why take them in the first place? is what I'm saying, if that's the way you guys feel about Iron Order. Again, I'm not poking or any of that type of stuff. I'm just asking legitimate questions because these guys went at each other's throats to turn on one each on each other. Now, it didn't work. Uh, life in prison is what a lot of them uh, got, but it is still a sad state of affairs you know, knowing that, you know, everybody was fighting to get ratting on each other. You know, one thing that uh, hopefully I've been showing with some of these cases is when a club sticks together, when they don't break ranks, 
they usually beat the case. I talked about that big case with the Bagos uh, yesterday where they all stuck together and all of them walked. That's true brotherhood right there. What you're about to hear about down in uh, Florida with the 69ers, that wasn't true brotherhood. They didn't stick together worth a shit. And guess what happened? Everybody ended up doing life in prison because of this stupid incident. Why they did this, you know, I don't know, man. I'm not going to get into that politic crap with uh, the club stuff. But uh, let's take a look. Let's get a background on all this type of stuff. Now, this was out of the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, a violent feud led up to the slaying of Pasco uh, Outlaws leader, or Pasco. It started with stolen biker vests. Now, as you can see... Uh, I don't know if my cursor's working on the OBS, but anyway, uh, the two different bikes—they uh, were dressed in black, black gloves, all that type of stuff. Something you'd see in the Sons of Anarchy. I think they actually thought this was going to work, and they weren't going to get caught. But as you can see, they were caught on camera. You'd get a lot of detail just out of that picture alone, the makes of the bikes. Uh, there was stickers on it. There was a different angle I um, believe in. Uh, one of the guys had uh, one of his sleeves up. You know, you could probably see tattoos under there. Uh, but anyway... Here was uh, Paul. He is on the top left. And then you got the other ones that were 69ers. Now, uh, the story is uh, December 31st of 2018. And Tampa, this was out of the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, the 69ers Motorcycle Club is a nationwide organization whose members pride themselves on being part of the 1%. That is the small uh, fraction of bikers who shirk society's rules in Ta the tampa bay area they call themselves the killsborough chapter inductees adopted names like pumpkin dirty and biggie beef okay so that was uh background i guess on them the killsborough chapter i don't know if that chapter even exists anymore if it went down with them uh what they did with that but they were channeling Sons of Anarchy. They really were. Uh, anyway, uh, they nurtured with what prosecutors say was a criminal enterprise focused on narcotics distribution. Uh, then they graduated to uh, murder. The target was Paul Anderson. Uh, the Anderson was uh, president of the Cross uh, Bayou chapter of the AOA. Uh, anyway... Uh, they go on and say that his slaying was brazen in December of 2017 during rush hour on the Suncoast Park roadway, rattled with local law enforcement. You know, it's funny, law enforcement, uh, they always get that out there, don't they? Uh, what our authorities didn't reveal, though, with, was the story of a deliberate campaign of violent retribution. That tale has since been spelled out in court documents and transcripts related to the federal racketeering case against five members. So, yeah, there was five members in this. 
And uh, let's see here. Alan uh, Burt Guanto was a 69er. They called him Big Beefy, all 250 pounds of him. And there wasn't a photograph obtained by law enforcement. The Brandon man stands in a sleeveless black vest with a miniature Confederate flag behind him and a long uh, white semicircular patch on his side reading Killsborough. I believe that was the guy that was an Iron Order member. If I'm mistaken, let me get let me know, guys. Let me know. Uh, then they go in about the rockers and all that type of stuff. Uh, they were wearing their uh, vests the night of April 18th when they attended a bike night. Uh, the outlaws were there too, and they didn't take too kindly to two 69ers. The pair suffered a beating from a dozen sets of fists and boots. Then the outlaws took their vest. Word got back to the other Killsboro members. Uh, Dirty Cosimo. Uh, oh, I think that was him. You know, I'm not going to put out there which one was and which one wasn't. But I do know that uh, ex-Iron Order members were involved in this. Uh, they vowed they would take the lives of two outlaws in retaliation. Uh, it all happened uh, to James Jimbo Costa in the span of 18 minutes. One more warm, breezy summer. Uh, he drove his uh, Harley Davidson and talked about that. Costa was a captain and a career firefighter with uh, Hillsborough County. He was also the president of the St. Petersburg chapter of the Outlaws. Uh, he retired from firefighting in 2016. Uh, yeah, you you know what? That's pretty messed up, man. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, but anyway... You know, then they go into this long, drawn-out deal about this uh, incident, why it happened, all that good shit. But let's get to uh, the confidential informant, and that was the execution. Okay, here we go. Uh, the day after they allegedly assassinated the leader of a rival motorcycle gang, Christopher Dirty Casamol and Michael Pumpkin Mencher turned to a buddy for help. They called fellow 69ers motorcycle club member Sean Phelps Lennard, quote, this is not a good situation, brother. Uh, it was worse than he, uh, even Mencher knew for unspeknownst to the two men, Leonard was a confidential informant secretly recording conversations for federal agents. One thing about clubs, and you know what, it's not more the older clubs than it is the newer clubs, you know, ones that just start up and throw 1% diamonds on them on their self, and then next thing you know, they're recruiting nationwide, is you're going to more than likely get yourself an informer in there, man. Anyway, that was uh, a confidential informant. Phelps <laughs> Leonard. Uh, Cosimo and Mensher both made several calls to Leonard less than 12 hours after the execution. That's why they got him so fast. Uh, the 44-year-old president of the Cross Bio Chapter. Uh, the auto recordings were played for a federal grand jury. Uh, not a grand jury, but a jury as the Paris murder trial continued. Uh, Leonard was called to the witness stand by the states and just a few feet from his former comrades. 
comrades. <laughs> uh, they accused uh, Cosimo and Mencher of riding their motorcycles and tracking Anderson's pickup truck as he drove north on the Sun Coast. They were armed. Uh, the two were out for revenge. Uh, Anderson and a group of outlaws. They, you know, we talked about why it happened. Uh, after the shooting, photos of the two uh, masked bikers sitting on their motorcycles in traffic saturated local news. Uh, we had it on there, man. As soon as it happened, we had it on HarleyLiberty.com, you know. And I was saying it back at the, that time that, yeah, they're going to catch these guys within a couple hours and stuff because you just don't do that stuff. Uh, frightened Cosmo called Leonard that night to ask if he had room in his garage. You know what I'm talking about, right? All this is on freaking audio recording, man. All of it. Uh, he told Leonard he had to paint his motorcycle and tear it apart. Uh, in another call recorded uh, with Mentured, Leonard said, Well, at least at least you guys covered your faces and shit. Yeah, thank God. Uh, he added later, I don't mind doing things, but not in broad daylight. This is all captured, man, with a, a confidential informant right there. And then they caught him. Uh, during the conversation, Mentured implied that Anderson would not have been allowed to escape. If he would have drove away, I would have just opened up into the back of, the, of him. You know what I mean. Uh, then the DA asked uh, Leonard and Mentured meant by that. He said he thought Mentured was implying that he was ready to kill Anderson. Uh, anyway... Neither one of them knew Leonard was working for the government at the time, according to the state. To them, Leonard was a founder of the Hillsborough uh, County branch of the 69ers, what members called the Killsboro. So here's the founder of the chapter, and boom, he's an informant. You know, that's why some of the clubs have a year hangaround and a year prospect before their first vote, before a chapter or charter is even given, so they get to know who the hell everybody is. Uh, he, uh, This Leonard became a confidential informant working for the ATF in the mid-2017. Uh, he was part of his deal involving a case of illegal selling guns in New York State. Uh, he helped federal agents monitor his fellow 69ers in Tampa, before and after Anderson's death, the Outlaws and the 69ers are two of the nation's most... No, they're not. See, that's where they get everything uh, wrong with uh, newspapers and stuff. Uh, the Outlaws are the 69ers are not a prominent and violent biker gang. Uh, they're small. Uh, and he told uh, the jury he had no idea that the guy was being targeted... Uh, they uh, actually uh, were facing first-degree uh, murder-related. Uh, now, two were found guilty of murdering um, uh, chapter president of Outlaws Motorcycle Club. Uh, that was the first one. Let me look at that one. Okay, let's go to the ATF release real quick. They sentenced Brian Casamano, uh, a.k.a. Dirty, and Michael Dominic Mencher, who was pumpkin to life in federal prison plus 10 years and life in prison plus five years for conspiracy to commit murder in aid of racketeering, murder in the aid of racketeering, uh, that's another one, and related firearm offenses. A federal ju uh, jury found Cosimo and Mencher guilty 
on August 12th of 2019, uh, along with three co-defendants who later pleaded guilty. According to the testimony in court documents, uh, the two were members of the 69ers. Uh, now it says uh, in 2017 what happened, the entangled, uh, what they had to would do with that. And this is, they go on to say this is another case prosecuted as part of the Department of Justice Project Safe Neighborhoods, which is a nationwide crime reduction strategy aimed at decreasing violence in communities. So, Basically, what happened during rush hour, they did a Sons of Anarchy BS. Then they went and talked to the so-called leader of their club, who was already an informant because he had gun charges out of New York, and he flipped on the club. Uh, there was, let's see here, there was five members indicted in this stuff. Uh, let's see here. Let's see, we're implicated now. These now, those three and two other uh, have been indicted on federal. Well, yeah, they got federal racketeering and all that stuff. Uh, the ones that were indicted, uh, you got the two that did the killing, uh, another one, Guanto of uh, Brandon. So, yeah, they uh, they got hit hard, man. They were taken down. So, I don't know if that uh, chapter's even left anymore but it was all started from the start by a confidential informer who was the actual founder of that chapter which is pretty wow are you kidding me man nobody knew about this stuff there's a lot of signs that you can pick up uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff but it, what it didn't tell you is i didn't grab that one article but all those guys, all five of them, were going back and forth, blaming each other. And it didn't stop until the sentencing came down. Some of them, I think, turned to the feds to let them know what was going on. I have no idea. But it was just funny that the whole thing started with a confidential informant. The whole chapter. Uh, maybe that explains why they had a ex-Iron Order member in there. I, I don't know. I can't say what they were thinking at the time uh maybe they weren't thinking at all <laughs> but you know there's a whole ton of material on this case again like i said in the other uh video it's hard for me to get everything in within uh you know that half hour span uh because there's a lot of other stuff i like covering uh as far as cases so i just uh skim over it you guys have to go out there get the materials i give you a you know a starting point go out learn about the case and hopefully you can make your decision on what you think when you get all the material and skim over that type of stuff because that's important you got to get both sides of the story uh yeah this happened because two of them got uh you know beat up and you know that's the thing about throwing on these diamonds and stuff man these new clubs it's like wh why do you even want to put a diamond on man you're you're putting all kinds of shit 
you know, you're trying to start a club, you're, you know, you don't, you want to go right to it, man. A lot of these clubs don't understand, you know, the big ones have been around decades upon decades, and it took a lot of work to get to where they're at. You're not going to do it overnight just because you can do it on the internet. And you're also watering down the diamond, that's pretty fucked up, but, uh, you know, that's the way people are, man. It's a new age. Uh, like I talk about a new age in Biking and Brotherhood. Everything's changed, man. Everything has really changed. And I guess it's hard to evolve with it because just the thinking is like, are you kidding me? Why in the hell would you try to pull something like this on a bike dressed just like Jack's Teller? You're all over TV and next thing you know, you're talking on audio, and then, you know, you know your ass is in a sling, you try to freaking cooperate, and then that don't work, you're throwing everybody under the bus. It is what it is, that's the way some people think nowadays, but anyway... Uh, we're about to go over to the second half of the show. The second half of the show, we go to about 9.30. So, yeah, it starts at 8 o'clock right here on YouTube. Then it moves over to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Or you can go into the Discord server, which the link is right there. Hit that, and boom, join up on the Discord. We're usually uh, at... Well, where are we at? We're usually in the radio room. It says it on the left-hand side, uh, Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. And you can watch us live right there. We're on camera the whole nine yards, given uh, what's happening in the background of the show. And I think you guys uh, really enjoyed over on Discord. And then right after that, man, it's 24-7 of music, 365 days a year of some of the best rock and roll out there, man. A lot of that stuff, uh, the list is refreshed monthly. You hardly uh, hear the same songs. Uh, it's not like the radio where they'll, where they'll uh, play it four or five times an hour. It's not like that there on our stuff. So, and... You'll love it, man. Take us to work. It's also on the Xeno app. All you have to do is put Motorcycle Madhouse uh, Radio in there, and it takes you with. Uh, don't forget to get uh, some of our uh, support merchandise, but uh, I'll see you over on the second half of the show, guys. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Hey! 35! This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? It's Thursday, and that means we are only a day away from the weekend. 
Hopefully it's going to be good and sunny for riding weather for you guys. I know it's going to be colder than shit here in Northern Illinois because it's Northern Illinois and it sucks. Anyway, I got my sleepy head. I yelled out, hey, are you going to be on the freaking show today? Uh, yeah, I got the China doll sitting right next to me. How you doing, China? I was peeing. You were peeing. You're always in the bathroom. You're either shitting or peeing. I never seen a lady that shits and pees as much as you. <laughs> Oh, and you gotta go, you gotta go. You gotta go. But you know what is the problem with that is you're beautiful and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to know your bathroom habits, okay? Why? It's like, you know what, this broad will walk into the bathroom, she don't shut the door, she's there freaking on the pot, freaking almost falling in, and playing with her phone. Every time. Every time. Yeah. On freaking real, man. Hey, guys, man, where the hell were you last night on that Discord, man? It was all ladies in the general chat. The Vipers were, you know, getting after us, I heard. Yeah, I heard you guys man. were getting after Hollywood, man. You're talking all kinds of shit. Yes, we were. It was hilarious. Oh, it was hilarious. It was. We were dying. Let me hear. It was great. We feel that you have an issue. What's my issue? You, well, you know, one, you're always talking about balls. I don't know why. That's because you're over here talking about freaking kicking me in the nuts, man. And I told you, anytime you embrace them suckers, man, we're freaking on the ground. And the next most top of thing that you talk about is fish. What about fish? You guys stink. Okay, so here's my here's my thing. I think your main issue is you went fishing... You had a problem, you caught a fish, and it hit you in the balls. It hit me in the balls. Mm -hmm. That's your problem. You know, catfish have been known to do that, man. They got them stickers and uh, the stingers and shit like that, I that dorsal I fin. I personally think a fish flipped and, like, you had it in your hand, and it flipped, and it hit you in the balls. It grazed your balls. So that's why you always talk about balls and fish. No, 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 no. The reason why I talk about fish is because you women smell like shit. Y'all don't smell any better. Uh, you know, well, that's your problem to deal with. But you guys and then don't... it's your problem to deal with too. No, 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 no. You guys don't smell good unless you're right out of the shower, man. After that, you guys get ripe, and you know, then you start, you know, smelling like a catfish. You know, just pull you on. You know what, guys? Have your old lady pull the pants down, and you'll smell it. It's Charlie Tuna down there. No. Oh, that's all you have to say is no, because you know I'm right. No, you're not right. You're not right. You are wrong. No, right. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's all I have to say about that. I keep mine clean. Except for, you know, when I tell you I wouldn't go there. <laughs> Which is a lot. It is not. It was just the other day. It was just the other day. <laughs> I'm like, don't go there. You're like, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, your call then you said you didn't care <laughs> your problem oh my goodness gracious leave it to china now man what uh, she's something else I I'm is that saying. the best defense you have the woman women we clean religiously you okay. don't douche. But you can't. What is your problem? What is everybody's thing with douching? You douching. know what? You can empty out the bottle, <laughs> put fresh water in there, and clean that shit. Because you are you not supposed to You could be like a use... window washer and, you know, scrub it. 
You're not supposed to use douches in your hoo-ha. Okay, so dump the shit out. I don't even the, know why they make them. Take the bottle and wash that shit out. Mine is clean. Very clean. It's squeaky clean. <laughs> it's squeaky clean. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's squeaky clean. It's called soap and water. You know what? I, I was thinking about that. What? I was, you know, I was, you know, because a lot of people are PC now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what is the non-PC way of telling a woman that they stink like a catfish? And I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> you couldn't come up with anything nice? That's because it's a me. Nice way to I, put I, it? I couldn't do it. But, you know, we got a lot of rubs that listen to this channel. We got a lot of uh, other people around the world that ain't biker related listening in to the shows and stuff. And I was trying to come at it from their viewpoint of how to approach a woman and say they stink. And I'm having a hard time here. Can you help me out and tell me what would be the best way to tell a woman they stink? Um, in person, I assume. Yes, in person. You know, you got a new couple together and all that kind of stuff. And my advice would be if you're a new couple or something about the first time to have sex and you stink, you're going to ruin your relationship. But that's me. I don't know. Just, just look at it and go, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. No. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. Or you could even be nice and just, you know, take, take, well, before you do anything, have a thing of baby wipes next to you. <laughs> and just be like. But that's not what I'm talking about. Hold I'm on, talking about how do this. you approach them. Let me fix this. And say, <laughs> you know what, honey? You stink. You don't even know how to approach it. No. Does he go up to her and say, you know what, you got your kind of ranching down there, or it don't smell like freaking all roses? Why don't you go to go take a nice hot bath before we get started? You know what, that's actually a good idea. I don't know, that'd be like the nice way. Well, most women... So then they're nice and relaxed before it happens. Well, yeah, most women in a new relationship would do something like that. I've known that. They actually, you know, I'm going to go take a shower, get comfortable. You know, that's their way of going to wash their hoo-ha. Yeah, usually. But there are some skanks out there that don't care. Or there's some women that, which I've done, <laughs> I've done this. Give me one second, I just have to pee. You just have to pee. So you go in the bathroom, and then you, like, do what we call a hoe bath, and you just wash it down there <laughs> before you go What the bath? hell is a hoe bath? When you don't actually take a bath, but you wash your you wash your privates. Does them things actually work? Baby wipes? Baby wipes, yeah, they work. So why can't a man do it? Well, if I get some baby wipes, I'm going to go get some baby wipes. Then you can wipe your own. You can wipe your balls. I don't stink. Have you met you? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I wash myself good even before it, and you blow bubbles. It kind of fucking makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next time, the next time, which will probably be later today, <laughs> when when I go down there face first and your balls stink, I swear, ew, really, you had to fart. You really. lost your train of thought yeah, there. really. I'm going to actually take my hand and rub your ball sack and just go up to you and go, smell my palm. Smell your palm. Is that what you're telling your fellow vipers to do now? Smell my palm. Because I'm sorry, if my palm smells like your ball sack, uh, you need to do something. 
That's what you guys were talking about last night, you vipers. What? You have the smell my finger thing. That's because, you know what? Men don't even need to smell your finger thing. As soon as they drop their drawers, you can smell. But if you have the finger check, we have the palm check. Okay, you know, explain to me then why women... Most women actually check themselves before anything happens. I'm just saying. They do, really? Yeah. Do tell. What? Y'all got the finger thing? I've, I've gone, I've like... <laughs> need to go do something. I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pee. <laughs> what? I'm, what? I'm respectful. Is that your way out? I gotta pee? That's my way of going to wash it up. You know. So now that I know, uh, you know, since you're off punishment and stuff like that, <laughs> if you say you got to pee, that means you're ranching catfish tuna shit. Not every time, if it's just prior to doing the deed. Yes. I don't understand. Because I pee a lot. Well, bet you do, so but I never I'm not, know, I'm I never know when you're doing it. I'm not in there doing it every single time I pee. I mean, come on now. But if it's before we're about to do something, yeah, I'm gonna be like, I gotta pee, I gotta, I gotta check, see if it's good. You know, <laughs> that's why I think it's beautiful that women have to shave bare now, because they don't if, have they, to. if they, yes, you do, because they choose to. If you had that bush down there, you know, bush used to be a big thing back in the day. You know, bush, there was a contest who would have the longest bush, which was disgusting. Oh Jesus, did you freaking? google that too yes i did anyway you know you'd have to get a machete to work your way just to the pink taco with somebody's broad i personally and this is my personal opinion i personally feel if you got a little hair down there it causes more of an odor than if you do not it does this is serious because this is true. the hair down there and that's for guys too the hair down there holds the sweat uh-huh and it just Makes it wrong. You imagine doing porn in the seventies? Oh my God, with the bush. Seventies. <laughs> let me and comb. 80s. Let me comb through that real quick before. <laughs> right. Part the hair. See, I do you think, wear it to the side part, or do you? Wear I think the, the kids middle? are lucky nowadays. Yeah. Because they know it should be freaking shaved. But you still got. When we were in high don't. school, it was like holy shit with some of the broads I was with. You still got a lot of people that don't manscape and womanscape. I don't know, man. When I was in high school, there was this one broad. As soon as she pulled out her pants, it was like an afro popping out of her. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it was. <laughs> and I looked at her. What the hell's wrong with you? She wear a pick in it? I, I, she could have. <laughs> she she corn roll it? And, you know, in the mid-90s, when we were piercing and stuff, you had all the bush. It's like, what the... Frick are you doing here? Shave that sucker. I don't know about you, but any of the ones that I ever pierced, male nor male or female, they're pretty nicely clean down there. A lot of people ain't though. A lot of Back people. Then, well, a lot wasn't. of people still aren't now. I don't know about that, really. Yeah. You want to take a survey in Discord? <laughs> yeah, let's take a survey in Discord, okay? In the general chat. Raise your hands if you are cleanly shaven <laughs> if you shaved or you got freaking the brazilian rainforest down there um brazilian actually means clean the rainforest dummy okay i'm just saying about brazilian usually means that they they get waxed you know that's an interesting question too because i was actually looking that up oh lord uh <laughs> with the brazilian that men get do they get a hand job too no that's BS, because I've been seeing a lot of that, because they use the lotion, 
and they're jerking the guy, getting uh, the wax off, so the dude's harder than hell. They don't you can't jerk. leave them. You really, what the hell? Where were you looking that up? They don't jerk it to get the wax off. What is wrong with you? Yeah, but after they do the waxing, they, they got a lotion. <laughs> yeah. They, well, see, I'm it's right. Te- it's technically not lotion, though. The stuff afterwards is to remove extra wax that stayed behind. Mm-hmm. It's not actually like hand lotion. It's wax removal. <laughs> yeah, but they're still the dude's harder than Puck. You can't give him blue balls. That ain't. You know what? You ain't getting a tip. You ain't getting a tip unless you finish the job. You're huh? damn right. I don't know. I personally don't know any men that wax there. Uh, they usually just shave. They just shave. Yeah, they just. But shave. Well, you know what's waxing do down there? Does it keep it away for a long time? It or? makes it where it takes longer to grow back. Just like women go wax their eyebrows and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just keeps it where it takes longer to grow back. So why? Uh, I I've never had it, a wax down there. It's tempting. Why don't you get a wax? See, it's but different I want with the woman, to, no. It's but it different. hurts. Well, it hurts, but it's different I mean, I've for had, a woman. I've had a bikini wax, which is just, you know, like if you wear your underwear and the hair that grows out a little bit, you know. I've had the bikini wax. I've just never had a Brazilian. Uh-huh. Because I'm sorry, that's a tender area. I don't know, man. I'd be like, as soon as they pulled the thing, I'd slap that bitch like oh, you I said. Oh, I would. Oh, my God. I'd be the like. What the fuck is I, wrong with I, you? I'd be like, this is what you do? <laughs> this is what you do in your free time? Ow. I yeah, would. I'd slap I'd probably, a bitch. I'd probably knock her out. <laughs> it's probably why I'll just stick to shaving. But I was looking at it because I was thinking about going to get one. Oh, Lord. Yes, I was thinking about going to get a wax, but I'd I want like, a fucking, I want a happy ending. I want to go with just to videotape your facial expression. Why? I want to be left alone. I want to get a hand job afterwards. I want my money's worth. Well, I'll leave when she fin- when she gets to that part. I she just, won't do it. I just want to see the uh, original reaction from the very first strip that they pull off. She'd be walking out with a black eye. What happened? That bitch fucking hit me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see the initial reaction when they pull the first wax strip off. That's all I want to see. After that, I'll, I'm fine. Has anybody out there ever got a Brazilian? Because Hollywood's thinking about going to get his uh, deal done down there. He Packard. wants to get waxed. I want to get waxed. And you know what? It might make a good video uh, <laughs> of getting waxed down there. But I, I have to. You know what? I got to find an Asian place. An Asian massage parlor. They know how to take care of a fucking man. They really do. They know how to take care of a man. They always make sure you get that happy ending. And this is all Asian parlors. I'm sorry, man. Everyone I've been to is, yeah, man, let's go throw off the dough, man. You know, they give you a massage. Hey, they're just massaging your pecker. That's part of your body. I don't consider that sexual until you blow. What do you think? <laughs> I'm reading the comments. They're freaking hilarious. What? I'm dying. Oh, by the way, you guys can, uh, if you're on the radio, go to our Discord <coughs> server and you can actually oh uh, see us and uh, talk to us while we're in here. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on, give a couple. Women should never have swam in the ocean. Now the fish stink. You're damn right, man. <laughs> I've seen one shaved like Abraham Lincoln. 
Now that is gross, man. You're Somebody over there. shaved her hoo-ha like Abraham Lincoln? That'd be just like the guy giving head to the fucking Abraham Lincoln. That's fucked up, man. Oh, my God. I hate when that one piece of hair gets stuck in the roof of your mouth. And then, and then we got another one. No, in the back of your throat. And then another one goes, I don't like to floss while I eat. They got the whiteboards going in Discord. I can't read them, so China Doll's going to have to read them. So what do you guys think? You think oh Hollywood should go get a Brazilian? You know what? Can you do me a favor today? What's that? Can you look up Asian massage joints and book Hollywood an appointment to get a massage? Because I got massage. you one. Yeah. And I want to get uh, a Brazilian. I don't know if the massage parlors do waxing. I'll have to look that up. No, you got to go to an Asian one. No, I'm just saying. I'm I don't want no free and American one. They're the prudes. They won't get my happy ending. What is your what, what is and your I want, and I want, happy ending? I want a menu, too, man. I want the option of a hand job or a blow job. That's my. I, that's the menu I want to pick. Hollywood deserves some fun. Okay, I'm going to find a man to do it for you. I'll kick you in the fucking teeth. <laughs> I'll kick you right in the crotch and find my foot later. <laughs> no. 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 I want an Asian. I want a hot Asian bobbing on the knob after my massage. I want my money's worth. And you know what's cool about those Asian massage places? What? Before you even get into the massage area, they put you on this table and they give you a bath. It's like awesome. They they rubbing your pecker, your ass, everything. That's because they want to make sure you don't stink before they t- they rub you down. Well, this is true, but it, they're still playing with your pecker. Not playing with it at that point. Yes, they're they are. They're, yeah, they're cleaning it, man. That's the best sponge bath I ever had. Oh, you want a sponge bath? Let me go get my loofah. <laughs> I don't want it from you. Oh. oh. I get you every day. I don't want it oh. from you. Wow. I want it from a nice... 20-something Asian. Wow. I want to make their eyes round instead of slanted. Ooh, wait a second. That ain't uh, That's politically. That's not PC. That's not PC. My fault. No, I'm just that fucked at. <laughs> I'll make them round. Dude, a 20-something? Yes, I want a good massage. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm getting older, man. My bones are hurting. I got you a massage. I think it's time for you to return the favor. I think you need to get me another one. I think you're full of shit until you get me one. I'll get you one. I'll send you over to where you sent me. No, I want a hand job. <laughs> I want a happy ending, man. That's like freaking going there and getting nothing. I want all my body massaged. A full body. I want a full body massage. Huh. I want them rocks on my back, too. What's those rocks do? They, they're they hot. Okay, and? Pressure points. I don't know. I don't do the rocks. Does it make your, you know, blow a load? No. Because that's what I'm looking to do. Rocks don't do that. Blow and go. <laughs> You're terrible. If I got to pay that much money for a massage, I need to blow. Well, then you owe me a second one because of the fact that yours is going to cost way more than what mine did because I didn't get a full body. I only got a back. And it was from the... Oh, now you're complaining. The neck to my waist. You're complaining. So... Get out of here. That means you owe me if I'm going to pay for a full body massage for you and you get a happy ending... 
Wow. There needs to be some fair play here. No, wait a second here. The happy ending, okay? You know what? These places charge $100 for a full body massage. I can get a hooker for 100 bucks to suck on my dick. So why not? I want a happy ending. That's not too much to ask for. Yeah, but I don't think we have any of those around here. I got to find an Asian one. You know what? I should go into Chicago. <laughs> They're all over the place. You ain't going to find one out where we're at. You're going to have to go into Chicago. And like Noel says, man, you know, Asians, they'll, you know, pump up my spirit because they got little hands and it'll look like my knob's all fucking big. <sighs> I have little hands. Doesn't help. <laughs> nope. Anyway, we got Breaking mm. Benjamin and Death Leopard coming up. Uh, yeah, well, uh, then we got some serious news coming up after uh, the songs and stuff like that. So keep on board with us, man. You guys rock and roll. Here we go.
than just one type of music. World-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Hey, you hooligans, help the show out by donating to our cash app. Yeah, man! Keep the grass in stock! Dollar sign, motorcycle madhouse. Don't forget to get that copy of Brotherhood and Betrayal over on Amazon and all the majors. Once you read it, go ahead and leave some feedback over there. That helps the book and all that stuff in the search results. And uh, I had to play that freaking song for China Dow by Def Leppard. Because she's sitting over here, well, how do you know about the Asian massage? I was like, I I had a couple. (laughs) I just didn't tell you about it. Hmm. I didn't think you needed to know. Hmm. Yes, a couple Asians, man, they're fucking hot as hell. (laughs) You know, they gave me a massage. They got the oil out. You know, what do you want? I want to blow a fucking nut. That's what I want. You're terrible. How am I terrible? I'm just, you know, straightforward. So that means I can go do some stuff and not tell you, huh? You've done that before. Yeah, but I ended up telling you. Yeah, later on. I had, see, I told you. How long ago was this? Uh, had to be uh, 2000. Like, way long ago. Oh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but, you know, I'm getting older now, and I need a little bit of excitement in my life. You know, and I thought, you know, China Dow helped me out because I always make sure she's taken care of. And maybe Hollywood could get taken care of. Well, I don't know where to find an Asian one in, in Well, you need to start area. doing some research. Screw our area. I don't care if I got to go to Madison for a good hand job. Okay, well, if you got to go there, you got to go there. I'll look <laughs> into it. I will look into it. Oh, bullshit, you won't. I'll Google it. You'll Google it. That's yeah. the new thing. I'll oh, Google it. You know, the, the the girls had a good question. Actually, it was Donna's question last night. No, not Donna. Yeah, it was hers. How is your other book sales doing with the new book out? Oh, it's doing uh, fantastic. New Age of uh, Biking and Brotherhood. And you also got the Iron Order uh, Motorcycle Club, the year that changed the motorcycle club scene. Uh, they're doing good because you can actually pack them together, all three books, and buy all three of them. Now, if you want them signed by me, if you bought them on Amazon, uh, send them to my P.O. box. Let me know you do because I only check that maybe once a month. And uh, Unless we know something's coming, then we check it uh, yeah. every other day. <laughs> right. And what I'll do is I can sign them for you. China Dow can sign her section with her lipstick and stuff. And uh, But the other sales are going up there too, man. It, it's been fantastic. Uh, the reaction of biking, and, or not well, biking, Brotherhood's a good one. That's been a good seller. Uh, but Brotherhood and Betrayal. And I'm about to start my next one that's going to be coming out uh, later this winter and stuff. I heard that uh, Donna sent some uh, sample 
uh, sex stories to me. I got to read mm-hmm. and uh, check that out because I'm going to have her write all the damn sex scenes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but it's going to be more of a fictional one instead of, uh, you know, a nonfiction book that I have been doing about the scene and stuff. Uh, it's time to have some fun. And then after that, I'll get back to uh, the nonfiction stuff. Sounds entertaining. It is all. You know what? I'm an entertaining guy. Yeah, when you want to be. Oh, when I want to be. So I get on the radio every day. Yeah. And I entertain, but you say when I want to be. Sometimes you're a big meanie. Oh, why Why do you say I'm a meanie? Because sometimes you're not nice to China doll. Oh, poor fucking China doll. Is that what you're hearing from these other broads? See, that's the no. problem. No, when I don't need anybody else to tell me it. I sit here and pout when you make some comments. No, this is what happens when women get together. Why, where the hell were you guys with the anti-Viper League yesterday there, there while they're none. banging on me? You know, none. we're supposed to be in this together. They're banging on Hollywood, and none. nobody's there to defend Hollywood because I was too busy working. And, you know, the Rockin' with Hollywood show, we actually filmed it yesterday. I had to take out the music parts, and that's going to premiere at 8 o'clock after today's uh deal basically it's a day behind on the premieres and stuff but uh you'll get to hear some wacky stuff on uh rocking with hollywood uh everybody will love it j-man's going i was sleeping oh he was sleeping <laughs> that doesn't fucking help me out man what the fuck yeah and I, i'm like we purposely did general chat instead of members only or instead of ladies only which we pretty much ended up having ladies only uh-huh until Greg popped on for a little bit at, at like 11, he hopped on there. Too late. Yeah. Well, we talked to him for a little bit, and then we were, you know, dogging. Yeah, but I didn't. I bet you didn't uh, dog me when he was on. No. Yeah, that's how you women work, no. man. No. No. That's yeah. how you assholes work. You know. Anyway, some very serious and scary ass news, man. What you got? You know, I always talk about the 80s where we lived under the threat of nuclear war. Mm-hmm. Well, this cocksucker in uh, the presidency right now is driving us to that. For those that don't know the situation in Ukraine, you know, where his son made millions of fucking dollars and no wonder he's back in their asses, uh, Russia has amassed 80,000 troops on Ukraine's border. And this is getting fucking really scary right now uh, because Russia basically said to the U.S., mind your own fucking business. And he's playing with Putin and everybody don't, nobody respects Biden. Nobody. And now this asshole sending naval warships into the Black Sea where we do not need to be. And this thing can escalate real quick. We just uh, slapped sanctions on Russia uh, today, this morning. And the Russian Navy is now going to begin drills in the Black uh, Sea. And they're going to be firing at surface air targets. Uh, This can get real bad real quick. Uh, The best I can explain it is go watch the day after on YouTube. Just put the nuclear attack scene in there. That scared the shit out of everybody in the 80s, that one. 
but this one's getting really bad right now and then you got uh china flying freaking jets over taiwan uh this ain't testing this guy man everybody knows he's not the one running the fucking show because he's a delusional demented prick and this can get serious you know what are we gonna live in the 80s again where we have to fear nuclear missiles happening god i hope not because that's where everybody's going to reach for. They're not going to go conventional warfare. They're going to go nuclear. You know, I find myself uh, sometimes looking up potential nuclear freaking uh, missile targets in the U.S. You can't escape any of this shit. No. Unless you're way up north. And even if they hit up north, then you got Canada dealing with the fallout. It's sad state of affairs, man. You know, they don't get it. And people are always saying, well, why does Russia do what they do? You got to remember in World War II, the Nazis infiltrated inside of Russia. And it was a massacre for a while until they were able to turn it. Leningrad, all that stuff. So <laughs> Russia is very picky about military from other countries being on its border. Why the fuck can't you people just stay away from their fucking border? And this shit wouldn't be going down. But now, you know, you vote for Democrats, you always get fucking war. That's the way it's always been. And this is a serious segment. You know, but to have to worry about this is, you know, and they're saying it's going to get up to 110,000 troops on Ukraine's border. Uh, that's a 56 battalion size tactical group. That ain't just for war games right there. I think we had a hundred and something thousand in Iraq and stuff. And that was an all-out war. All-out war. And now Russia's preparing to store nuclear weapons in Crimea. So I don't know what you guys think. A lot of you guys have been in the military. Maybe you guys can uh, tell me if 110,000 troops is normal for a war game. I don't think it is. I don't think it's normal. But only, you know, you guys tell me that, uh, you know, your thoughts from the military you know, I don't think I worry more about it that for myself or people our age. We got to live life. But what about my grandkids? What about my kids? Kids that got, you know, my kid got her master's and for that shit to pop off? I don't want them living under the Cold War deal like we did. Mm -mm. And it's all because you got people that are destroying everything within the first hundred days this guy's destroying anything everything they want to freaking introduce a resolution that change the supreme court to 13 judges now it's getting fucking unreal man these people and you assholes keep on fucking voting for them and now we're at a standoff with russia because the last four years these cocksuckers have been blaming them for every damn thing. Well, you're meddling in our elections. You cocksuckers meddle in everybody else's elections. Don't say you don't. But this is getting pretty freaking serious, man. Uh, let's see here. Liberals suck. Uh, 12,000 degrees that don't matter. Well, you know, that's one thing I said before. I was like, if there was ever a nuclear attack, I'm going to sit on the fucking porch and, you know, drink some Jack Daniels, get fucked up. 
get a blowjob maybe before it happens, and then enjoy the fireworks. That's all you can do during this kind of stuff. But don't that scare you going back to the 80s? I don't want to go there. Did it once. Don't want to do it again. Hell no, man. And them damn sirens. You know, we're we're trained to uh, think they're tornado sirens. Mm-hmm. But those are the sirens that are going to go off if anything goes on. Right. You know, I was playing around. Remember on that one segment where I did a an emergency broadcast? And yeah, when people were about to leave work with it. Leave work and get home and run around frantic. That, you know, in real life, that'd be scary shit, man. Yeah. So, that's going on right now. The sanctions just fucking hit uh, today. And Putin's not... He's old Soviet Union, dude, man. He ain't gonna play with your ass. Not even in the slightest. Hell fucking no, he ain't. Mm-mm. Sad state of affairs, if you ask me. Sad state of affairs. Uh, then, uh, some bullshit right here. You know what? Making us all look stupid. Uh, the War Dogs Motorcycle Club member facing felony charges for soliciting a minor. A Bealington man is facing charges for soliciting a 14-year-old girl. 50-year-old Chad Jr. McLean was arrested for soliciting a minor and displaying obscene matter to a minor. During a search of McLean's residence, police found that he was cultivating marijuana. Police, West Virginia State Police are actively investigating with assistance from the Philippi Police Department and Barber County Sheriff's Department. You know what? What is it with these girls, fucks? I'm sorry, but people that do anything with minors just make me want to vomit. 50 years old and he's targeting a 14-year-old? What is wrong with these people? Sick in the head needs to be a well. Ne- sick in the head needs you- to have a meeting with his with with that child's father. Oh yeah, you know what? I, that's one thing I wish that they would do. I'm telling you, that yeah. needs that that needs to be the punishment. That needs because let me tell you, forget doing time because y'all don't care when you're in there. You know, you get your food, you get your bed, whatever. But let me tell you, if you're Violating a child, I seriously swear to you, you need to be able to have the father meet up with that guy in a room and just... And go medieval on them, And just let him do his thing. Go medieval on him. Fuck that. Something. That's just... Ugh. And that makes bikers look bad. You know, bikers are the ones that are supposed to be out there helping the kids, not doing this uh, solicitation bullshit. You know, I'm not a big thing. I'm not a big lover of the death penalty. I do agree, eye for an eye. I do agree with that. I'm not going to go watch one of these things or stand outside when it happens. I would. I know you would. I'd be at that damn <laughs> glass window saying, "Die, motherfucker!" But I'm sorry, but I think pedophiles need to get the death penalty. I'm just saying. You know what? That's different coming from you. It's disgusting. I don't care. All that happened to me as a kid. You know, all of us have effed up world, uh, effed up lives, okay? Nobody's life is perfect. But just because something happened to you as a kid doesn't automatically make you... You choose to do that. Because everybody has a right to choose. Everybody has a right to change their stars or change their ways. The, 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 those pedophiles, I swear to God, they can choose to do what they do. They choose it. They do. It's not because they were made that way. So you don't buy 
the psychiatrist's arguments. Well, I know there's a lot of psychiatry arguments, and trust me, I, I don't, I don't even, buy them. I don't, I'm not a big fan of psychiatrists. I mean, I like psychologists because our daughter's one. But <laughs> psychiatrists, though, I'm, most of these people just want to write meds, you know. Um, I think they should be cash. These pedophiles need to be castrated, like physically, not the way they're doing things now, where they get the Depovira injection. I'm sorry, because all they have to do is miss one appointment, it's over. Uh, I think they. Then they get I think their they sex need to. Back, I think yeah. I think they need to be um, castrated, just like you would castrate a dog. Damn! I never I never heard China get that way. Pedophiles are disgusting. I'm sorry. They're gross. And, okay, they can sit there and blame it on the way they were brought up, the way they were raised. Things happened to them. You know, shit happened to me growing up. I ain't doing crap to anybody. Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's, I hate when they use that as a defense. I think all pedophiles should be castrated. Cut the nuts off. Well, we've been, you know what, we started that series yesterday. What was it? Uh, I am a killer or something. Yeah, I am a killer. Yeah, that, it gives some pretty interesting background into some of these crimes and stuff, and you kind of wake up and open your eyes like, "Damn!" Mm-hmm. That's what you say is "damn." Mm-hmm. See, you know, with me, I can't watch anything that has to do with hurting a kid. I tell you, turn the shit off. Yeah, every time. Do I or do I not? I'm every time. fast on that shit. Every time. I can't watch it. The only time you've ever really paid attention is if it's like uh if it's like a true story and you want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. You have watched a couple of those with me, but the ones where they're they're making a movie and it's not depicting any real life situation, some of those are just stupid. But if it's a true life scenario, like with this, I am, I what is it? I am a killer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're actually hearing it from the person's mouth what they did. Right. And it's like some of them are really gross. Like, I even like stop paying attention to some of those mm-hmm. because it's like it's nauseating. I don't want to hear what you did to some child. No. I I don't want to hear it. Um, you should have your balls cut off. And about 10 minutes alone with that child's father. And you know what's worse is the system. The system enables a lot of this to happen because they're not, I guess they got a caseload that overwhelms them and stuff. But they really don't watch these kids who are already going through some stuff in their life. Uh, some hell if you will. And then they put them in these foster homes where it continues. I think the I think the uh, all each state needs to do a better job of uh, background checking on the families that do fostering. I think they should be visiting more often. Yeah, I mean I get it. People have a big caseload, but but get more social workers. And I thought teachers are supposed to help protect the kids. I don't Wouldn't teachers I, I see the signs of this? Wouldn't they be informed, hey, this kid was taken out of this situation, put in a foster home? Can you watch them? And I think that I think the problem is is they're they're not in they're not given enough information. I mean, even as a hairdresser, every two years I have to take a class on. Uh, 
abuse, domestic violence class, because they expect us as hairdressers to report if we see any signs of domestic violence on on a customer. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to watch for these signs. It's like, then I think teachers and anyone that has to do with instructing children need to take an, some sort of class on abuse or of some sort so they can know the signs and pay more attention. Well, that and maybe that since this is a psychologist type of deal, because I think of Brittany, ain't she going to be looking for the signs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks for the signs. Uh, she's actually... Uh, goes even a step farther and she uh she does rape crisis too Mm -hmm. like crisis counseling um and she does she does all kinds of research on child abuse physical abuse mental abuse and some of the kids that she deals with now are suffering from they come from the system they come from the system or they're living at home and the system hasn't gotten involved but being that with the degree our daughter has, she is, you know, she she's one of the ones that has to report whatever she sees and hears. So, unreal. You know, unreal. she's got to step into that point. Oh man! All right, we're gonna play one more song. We'll be right back with our final thoughts.
yeah, come on, feel the noise, we're quiet, riot, baby, you remember when we were uh, younger, that was a huge song for us, remember when we were younger, instead of saying girls rock your boys, it would be girls fuck your boys, yeah, I remember that, man, <laughs> I remember in my that. head, that's how I sing it, I'm Hell just saying, yeah. don't forget, uh, tonight, rocking with Hollywood, man, 7pm Central Standard Time, I'll talk to you guys later, bye!